Matthew, the second chapter. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There were two distinct groups of people who paid a visit to Bethlehem, according to the Gospels. One group was close by, the shepherds. They were just down the hill from the manger. But the other group came a long way. Those wise men who followed a star came from a faraway land in their journey to the Christ child. Luke tells us about the shepherds. Matthew gives us the wise men. In our nativity scenes at Christmas time, the two groups are often pictured together. But they came to the child at different times and for obvious reasons. It took the Magi much longer perhaps as much as a year longer, to make the journey. They came the farthest. We all know the story of Christmas, and we especially remember it on Christmas Eve when we gather to worship. But we wait a couple weeks until Epiphany to observe this event of the coming of the Magi, those who followed the star from a long way off. We wait in recognition of the fact that they came the farthest, a long distance indeed. And it seems to me, as I think about it, that there are some of us who have come farther than others too. If we were to take these two groups, the shepherds and the magi, and consider their journeys to the manger to be parallel to our journeys to the manger of Bethlehem, we might find some remarkable and appropriate parallels between their experience of faith and ours. First, the shepherds. They made the short trip 
the easy one, the quick one. The shepherds represent the fast route to Jesus. The shepherds are close by faith. Their act of commitment to Jesus, their faith in him was fast and prompt as responding to an altar call. They respond with, shepherds respond more with emotions than with intellect. If you ask the shepherds why they made their commitment to faith in Christ, they'll probably say, I really don't know, I just did it. The French philosopher Blaise Pascal said, The heart has reasons that the mind knows not of. And that's a description of what shepherd's faith is like. It's, it's quick. It's fast. It comes quickly. It moves quickly. So, so the shepherd's journey to Jesus and not just to the manger, but, but to, to worshiping Jesus, to honoring Jesus, to following Jesus. Their, their journey is relatively easy and quick. They don't care about all the theological business, the arguments for the existence of God, the problem of relating ancient truth to modern knowledge, the historical accuracy of the scriptures, the problem of suffering. All that stuff leaves shepherds cold, and if you dwell on it, they'll go to sleep. There are lots of shepherds here at First Church, and in most every church, I suppose. You shepherds are the ones who are here because you simply know it's the right place to be. No lengthy explanations necessary. This is just where we are and what we do, for we are disciples of Jesus. You shepherds are the ones who who may not know as much as you would like to know about the Bible, but your understanding of life and faith goes much deeper. Deeper than words on a page. You shepherds are the ones who are most likely to keep us faithful and to keep us on the right track because you feel things more deeply and you don't worry so much about uh, about speaking up or about taking the lead. You just do it. Thank God for the shepherds of the church. Those whose journey to Jesus has been forthright and short and easy. Those who, who find the manger right away without a whole lot of discussion and argument about whether to get up and go or not. We are deeply indebted to the shepherds among us. And there are many of you. But then there are these magi, wise men. From long ago, we call them wise, not because the shepherds weren't wise, but because that's the tradition. A more proper name than wise men is, is magi, referring to a group of educated priests from nations to the east of Israel, Persia or Parthia. Those magi, those wise men were different than the shepherds. Any lengthy Discussion of the intellectual problems of faith would put the shepherds to sleep. But if you skip over those things, the magi will walk out on you. They are the ones who expect journeys to be long and it doesn't, it doesn't seem right to them to take shortcuts. They are the ones who understand long journeys and they are compassionate for those who are on long journeys. The magi of our Christian church are those who go to great lengths to prepare for the journey. And they take the long, complete way, answering every question, preparing for every contingency. They came the farthest, and they had the more arduous trek. For Magi, you see, believing isn't easy. 
Trusting isn't second nature. It takes a while to think it through, to talk it through. It can be a long, challenging journey for them. In one of his books, uh, Frederick Buchner points out the parallel journey between the Magi of Matthew and the three travelers in the children's book, The Wizard of Oz. You remember that story too, don't you? Dorothy is swept up by a cyclone that comes through Kansas and she's deposited in the land of Oz. She is joined there by three remarkable characters in her search for the wizard who has the answer for all their problems. The first is a scarecrow who wants a brain more than anything else. The second is a tin woodsman who yearns for a heart. And the third, a cowardly lion who wants courage most of all. Their journey is perilous through many obstacles, just like the wise men encountered. And they finally come through it all. And the way they come through it is the point of the story. The fascinating part of it is this. Whenever those travelers are confronted with some sort of physical danger... It is always the cowardly lion who manages to fight their way out. Whenever the danger requires a more cerebral strategy, it is the brainless scarecrow who manages to get them out of that. And as the tin woodsman journeys in search of a heart, he offers so much empathy and sympathy that they have to apply his oil can frequently to keep his tears from rusting his joints. When they finally meet the wizard... He points out that each of them already has what they traveled so far to find. That's where the story becomes more than a story and teaches us wisdom. The point is that things like courage and love and wisdom come to us not at the end of the journey, but they come to us when we take the first step toward finding them. The Bible teaches us that that it, it is the same way with faith. Faith is not something that's handed to us prepackaged that we're to accept on the authority of some institution or even some book. Faith begins when we begin the journey. Like those three characters on their journey to Oz or those three wise men on their journey to the Christ of Bethlehem or the shepherds. Faith begins Faith begins to grow. Faith begins to take root in us when we take the first step toward Christ, not when we arrive. There are a lot of, there are a lot of magi, wise men and wise women here at First Church. You are the ones who make us plan. You help us look back so we can evaluate, so that we can look forward and anticipate. You magi keep us focused on our mission as a church and and remind us that faith's purpose is not only to enrich our living, but to reach out and make life meaningful and joyful for others, all others. The shepherds are the ones who have quick energy to respond, but the magi are the ones who add stamina and direction to our response and keep us going over long years. The magi make us make us think about what we believe. They make us uh, assure that our faith responses satisfy not only the demands of scripture and tradition, but also of experience and reason. 
We have both kinds of faithful people here at First Church, both shepherds and magi. And it's fortunate that we do. One is no better than the other. One is no wiser than the other. There's no record that the uh, in the Bible, there's no record that the shepherds ever said to the wise men, hey, what took you guys so long? And there's no indication that the Magi looked down their noses because of the value of the shepherds' gifts. With both shepherds and Magi, we are reminded that faith comes in the traveling, in the journey. All of us follow the same star to the same place. Whether it takes us a long time or just a short while really doesn't matter. The goal is the same. And faith begins not when we arrive, but when we take the first step. During our celebration of Christmas, we paid homage to the shepherds who appeared right away at the manger and the stable. Now at Epiphany, we focus on those who came the farthest, the Magi of the East. Perhaps you'll find some of both of them in yourself. As we begin this season and make our way into this new year, let us commit ourselves to our common journey. And celebrate God's gifts of faith and hope and joy and love and justice and compassion. They come to us, well, when we begin the journey. We begin to struggle to receive those gifts. And we begin to struggle with the the shepherds and the magi to make our way to the manger, to the Christ of Bethlehem, and to follow him with our lives. Amen.